Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Eagle Hour hectic week here in South Mississippi. A little hectic on the show today. We're doing some last-minute shuffling here. We're going to have Rick Cleveland, legendary sports writer uh, for the Clarion Ledger, and, of course, the state of Mississippi, going to be joining us here in just a few minutes. Head Ole Miss baseball coach Mike Bianco uh, scheduled for 1 o'clock. We just got off the phone with him. He'll be joining us at uh, 1.40, and we're trying to make a last-minute hookup here with our friend up in uh, Pearl Al Holder to tell you about a great Southern Miss uh, story uh, that occurred in Major League Baseball last night. So bear with us. we got a great show for you, and uh, we're going to get through this next hour and get you all the information we can. Quick couple of programming reminders. Super Talk Eagle Hour making its debut for two hours tomorrow at Campus Bookmark. We are really excited to be joining Miss Kathleen and all those great folks down on Hardy Street. You're welcome to come by. We'll be there from one to two. We've got a great lineup. We'll be giving you more about the lineups over the next couple of days later in the show, but uh, we think you're going to have a lot of reason to tune in. Also, Friday, We'll be at uh, Fuzzy's Tacos in Midtown, and uh, we'll be there from uh, 1 to 3 o'clock. So 1 to 3 o'clock, both days, Eagle Hour, two-hour special editions, and uh, we're very excited. Going to be giving you a a really good uh, uh, guest list here coming up very shortly. Needless to say, the city is abuzz over the uh, Super Regional taking place. Also, Eagle Hour will be at ball practice this afternoon. And uh, we've got several interviews lined up uh, with kids that we're going to have on the shows uh, tomorrow and Friday. Congratulations to Carson Pato, named Freshman All-American today by Baseball America. He joins Tanner Hall as a first-team All-American on this Southern Miss baseball team. And the uh, the accolades continue to pour in. And, uh, and Kelly Sander, things just uh, continue to... Uh, seemingly get better and better for the Golden Eagles. It does, and getting ready for the first time in school history to host a Super Regional. Obviously, they've been to a Super Regional before, making their one uh, World Series uh, appearance earlier, but for the first time in school history, hosting that. Tickets have been a red-hot commodity, and it's been all over social media, uh, Southern Miss fans encouraging other Southern Miss fans who may have tickets available to try to uh, make those available to Southern Miss fans who would like to to be in attendance. And I know, look, 
it's just life, right? There are a lot of people wanting to go to these games this weekend that maybe weren't to a lot of games this season, if any games at all. But but be that as it may, uh, most Southern Miss fans will make those tickets available, you hope, to Southern Miss fans who want to be there to uh, cheer on the Golden Eagles. Best two out of three games, uh, Saturday, Sunday, and potentially Monday if need be. And it's pretty right there in front of both teams, Bob. The winner of this two out of three game series has a ticket ready to be punched to head to Omaha, Nebraska. It is hard to believe, and I'm trying not to think ahead of myself, but I can never remember a time, and I've been around Southern Miss sports for a long, long time. I can never remember a time, I don't believe, this level of excitement. Uh, It's going to be a great weekend. All right, Rick Cleveland coming up. Also, Coach Mike Bianco from Ole Miss, Southern Bank Course Studio in Hattiesburg. That's where we're broadcasting today. I want to thank Dickie's Barbecue for sponsoring the first segment. All right, my buddy Al Holder joins me on the phone. Al follows Golden Eagle Baseball as closely as anybody. And so he sends me a message last night. And I think it's kind of like, uh, I think it's kind of like this dream scenario we always thought of when we found out that Nick Sandlin had made the Cleveland Indian roster and Kirk McCarty on and off that roster. Al, hard to believe, but two Golden Eagles pitching for the same team in a Major League Baseball game last night. It's unbelievable. It's the second game of a doubleheader uh, with uh, the Texas Rangers. And, uh, yes, yeah, an amazing. Kirk, uh, he pitched the first four innings. He gave up eight hits, four earned runs, no base on balls, and two strikeouts. So I think he's getting the ball over the plate. He's just apparently not getting everybody out. Uh, Sandlin comes in uh, the fifth inning and uh, pitches one inning, gives up one hit, one strikeout, and no earned runs. And so, uh, But they ended up losing the game 6-3. to three. But it was uh, uh, just amazing to have two Golden Eagles, one and two, in that pitching uh, order yesterday. Just so, amazing. So I'm going to ask you, maybe Kelly knows the answer to this too, but this has got to be a first. Has there ever been a game where two Southern Miss kids pitch for the same team in a Major League Baseball game, Al? I don't. I can't. I can't even think of the names that might possibly be there. That's that's a first for sure. What would you say, Kelly? I, w- I would also say that that's a first. What would what would fine tune that to make sure that it's a first is that they pitched back to back. I mean, I guess yeah. I guess yeah. if you went, I guess if we went into the record books and really wanted to dig deep, you might find two Southern Miss pitchers that pitched in the same game, maybe for different teams, one on each team, and and maybe even two pitchers that pitched on the same team, but back to back. It's San- remarkable. Sandlin came in and relieved McCarty. It's so, remarkable. Yep. It's remarkable yep. to think about that. Yeah. Well, I think we all saw. And look, both of those kids have been on this show. McCarty's been on this show several times. I think we all saw when Nick Sandlin was here, there was something different, something really different and special about him. And Kirk McCarty was a fine college baseball pitcher, but Kelly Sander, you coached the kid. Are you not a little surprised to think that he's a major league baseball pitcher? Not at all. No, not at all. Because where Kirk where Kirk excels over just your average guy that can throw strikes is he's so cerebral. I mean, he, whatever the game is, he'll figure it out quickly. He'll figure out ways to win that other guys won't think of because he's so smart. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, look, it's 
you know, he got batted around. He got got hit a little bit last night. But I mean, look, these are the these are the best hitters in the world, right? You know, to to go up against. But right. it probably had to. He's not pitching against Sumrall, huh? <laughs> no, and look, Sumrall's good now. <laughs> Sumrall's the state champions. But yeah, your point is well taken. Yeah, uh, Al, you can't help but be proud. I think you you were watching the game. Am I correct? Uh, no, I was following no. it. Okay, you were following uh, online. Yeah. Well, well, because I was going to ask you, I, I thought maybe from the message you sent me, let's say you watched it. I was just curious to know, and both of you can answer this: if Kurt was talking the entire time he was pitching. <laughs> yeah, he came through the box score even. <laughs> now he gets when he gets when he gets on the mound though. He's he's all business. Uh, there's no question. Uh, there's no well, great stuff, Al. I'm sure glad that uh, that you brought that to my attention last night. We yeah. we just thank yeah. the world of both of those young men and they're true Golden Eagles. And what you know what a proud moment. So we're talking Al before we got you on the phone. Coach Bianco had to make a last minute change. He's coming on at one forty. Uh, Carson Pato named freshman All-American. Tanner Hall named uh, baseball, I think, baseball America, first team All-America. Super regional in Hattiesburg, two games away from the World Series. This is lofty stuff, and it's it's just kind of hard to take it all in and comprehend it, Al. Yeah, the the recovery, this team seems to have a really neat way of doing that, where it gets in a little bit of a, of a slump here or there, if something bad happens or something, it just they, they don't get down on themselves. They just come back uh, and uh, make up for it and with a vengeance. And uh, I think the, the fact that we uh, came out of the loser's bracket there in that regional is going to bode very, very well for us down the road because the, the confidence level as you, as you, as you do that uh, is just so helpful when you're in a bad situation uh, coming, and you know, there's going to be some bad situations coming up in these next uh, couple of games. And uh, I just think that uh, if I'm betting man, I'm betting on the best pitching, the best defense, and home home field advantage. That's what I'm betting on. I I, I don't want to get ahead of myself by any stretch, and uh, I do have a lot of respect for the Ole Miss baseball program. But Kelly Center, I got to tell you, man. When I look at the three weekend starters this team has and who they can go to in the bullpen and the way they play defense, it's hard to bet against them. And, and for the record, Al was telling me this weekend that this Southern Miss team very much reminded him of the St. Louis Browns of 1939. Uh, the way I remember that... them well. St. <laughs> <laughs> was, was there really a St. Louis Brown? Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. You guys are a lot older than me, clearly, because I didn't know nothing about that. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you what, though, to, to be able to call this thing, you know, like you see it, the team that is the hottest right now of the 16 that are remaining coming to Hattiesburg this weekend. Well, they are, but I will remind you, they got beat in the opening round of the SEC tournament. They did. They did. But this is not the same Ole Miss team. And I think and I think because they heard everybody say that you didn't deserve to be there, mm-hmm. I think that probably, probably. served as a wake-up call yeah. to the Rebels. And look, on their roster, this was a team that was ranked in the top five when yeah. the season started. So the people from the outside looking in looked at this roster and said, this is a good team. They've got the ability to be very good. No question. So, so again, no question. we're all pulling for the Eagles. I think the Eagles will win this series, but this is not the same Ole Miss team that they've, they've played earlier this year. All right, Al, before we let you go, let's get the Al Holder projection for the Hattiesburg Super Regional. Southern Miss and two. There we go. I like the optimism. All right, Alan, I'll see you this weekend. All right, take care. Al Holder, everybody. I appreciate him jumping in there at the last minute. 
You're not a big fan of the St. Louis Browns? Uh, yeah, you guys are way older than me. <laughs> what about I, the Philadelphia Athletics? I have never heard of any of these teams <laughs> we talk about. Rick Cleveland joins us next. Puts in perspective how big a weekend this is in the history of Mississippi sports. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. From the Southern Bancorp studio in Hattiesburg, it is, uh, what is Wednesday, right? This week is just so crazy. It's the Wednesday edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob and Kelly with you. want to thank Dickie's Barbecue Pit Campus Bookmark for their sponsorship of our show. We'll be at Campus Bookmark on Hardy Street for two full hours tomorrow. Again, Fuzzy's Tacos in Midtown, two hours uh, for Friday uh, super regional coverage. Rick Cleveland is the Dean of Sports Writers and uh, had a chance to uh, visit with Rick a couple times over the last week. He was in Hattiesburg covering the CUSA tournament back uh, for the regional tournament. Uh, so much to get to, Rick. I'm going to get right to it. I got two quick questions for you to start out. You, All right. You said this may be the toughest ticket in the history of Mississippi sports. I want you to comment on that. And then I'd like to get your reaction to the atmosphere that we all experience at the LSU Southern Miss Showdown Games. Yeah, I, I do think this very possibly the toughest ticket ever, sports ticket ever in Mississippi because, you know, but, but obviously the interest of the two teams that are that are both Mississippi teams, but also the size of the venue. You know, you've got 5,200 tickets to go around and, and probably could sell, my guess is, could sell – Twenty thousand, you know, if you had the seats <laughs> for them. I think so that's it's, right. It's just, it's just the old thing about supply and demand. There's, there's not nearly as big a supply as there is demand. It's, uh, and and then part of that is goes to your second question about the atmosphere this past weekend. I mean, anybody that had a taste of that, why would they not want to have another bite? You know, right? I mean, it was pretty incredible. Uh, just really, really good postseason baseball, and and of all the sports, you know, people talk about Mississippi being a football state or sometimes a basketball state. What we really are is a baseball state, right? Uh, and and playoff baseball when the season is on the line, you know, I've been doing this for fifty five years. It just doesn't get any better than that. I mean, yeah. I'm, right. I'm, it's. It's just, I mean, I'm same. I mean, it's, this is Ole Miss and Southern Miss, but last year, this time, I was in Omaha for Mississippi State, and and I'd say the same thing there. You know, yeah, it's it's, it's incredible. Is this a fair statement to say Saturday when they take the field, we'll not only have two of the best college baseball coaches of the country going head to head, but two of the best men representing the sport of college baseball in America going head to head. It doesn't. It, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'm not sure I'm prejudiced, but it doesn't get any better than Mike Bianco and, and Scott Berry. Not just as as baseball coaches, but as but as human beings, they're just uh, they're top notch uh, people uh, who. Uh, and I think you know part of the 
part of what the attractiveness of this regional is that that Scott realizes that in Mike and Mike realizes that in Scott. You know, there, there's a lot of mutual respect between the two. And I know all about the Ole Miss State rivalry and, you know, and how both sides get upset with each other, with, with the other. But, but when it comes right down to it, to the two teams and to the two coaches, there's an awful lot of, of, of mutual respect. And a lot of it stems from just last year at the regional in Oxford. Yeah, no, no question, no question about that. Kelly Center in here with me, Rick. I think he's got a question or two for you. Yeah, sure. Rick, Bob introduced you as a sports writer, and soon you'll probably be in the Sports Hall of Fame. Not just because you're a good writer, but the fact that you're a writer at all, because writers, good sports writers, seem to be going the way of the buffalo. There just aren't any anymore. <laughs> And and it seemed. What does it say about our society when whatever whatever you write, fans always seem to want you to come down on one side or the other, but not down the middle like it used to be. What happened? Yeah. What happened? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened, but I will tell you that it's. I, I, it's not just in sports. It's it's pervasive in our whole society you know it's it's not unfortunately it's not sports i mean people pick their networks based on what their beliefs are uh you know i don't i don't don't want to get too philosophical on it but i'm i appreciate what you said about the i mean what i've always tried to be and everybody knows my background i grew up in 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 the old rock, mm-hmm. uh, but but I've always tried to be even-handed where when it comes to uh, covering games, uh, yes, and, and, co- and covering the e- events. Uh, uh, for instance, this weekend, you know, it was a great weekend for Southern Miss, but it it wouldn't have been that compelling if it hadn't been for how good LSU was. You know, correct. You got to, right. I mean, it's sports and, 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 um, it's competition. And, um, I think how good LSU was elevated, how good Southern Miss had to be. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, with, what, I'm with that's you. That's what it made it memorable. I, I'm with you a hundred percent. But, and I tell people all the time when it's noted in conversations that newspapers are becoming fewer and far between. And I said, that is going to be one of the downfalls of society eventually, um, and people may not, you know, I'm an older person. I get it. I'm not new age, but I firmly believe if an independent media goes by the wayside, this country's in for big trouble. Well, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more on that. Uh, uh, we're getting a little, little bit away from baseball, but right. it's, it, it's, there's no doubt about it. There's a lot of truth in it. No question. Well, let's get back to baseball. We've yeah. got about four minutes left. I I, th- I know that all of our listeners around the state want to hear Rick Cleveland's breakdown and analysis of this tournament. Uh, we're a Southern Miss Bay show, but the Ole Miss baseball coach is about to be on. We try to follow that same philosophy you were just talking about, Rick. So break it down. Break it down. Who has advantages where? How you see this thing play out? Well, I think I think – if you just look at the numbers, there's no doubt that Southern Miss's big advantage 
other than playing there at the peak is is uh, pitching on the mound. There, uh, you know, outside of Tennessee, I don't think there's a team in the country that pitches it better than Southern Miss, and uh, I think a lot of the credit for that goes to Chris Ostrander. Uh, Oz, he's he's masterful, and he's uh, his guys get it. They throw strikes, and that's the that's the way. I mean, if you don't throw strikes, you're you're beat from the beginning, and he's got that instilled in them, and they throw strikes. Uh, right, right. I think Ole Miss. If you go up and down the lineup, they they, you know, they've got more dangerous hitters in there. They, uh, I mean, one through nine, boy. Uh, that lineup. I've been saying all year when people were writing off Ole Miss that. Uh, if they got hot at the right time, that they could go to Omaha and make noise there, and 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 I still believe that they are a uh, their lineup is really good. Uh, I think Ole Miss may may be feels the ball a little bit better, has um, more speed in the outfield, uh, but. Uh, you know, all, all, all in all, I think right now the way both teams are playing, it's fifty-fifty. I mean, whoever whoever plays the best in this three-game series will win, and that that That's may right. sound like a cop-out, but I don't I don't think either team has a great big advantage on the other. Uh, I do think Southern's better on the mound, and I think Ole Miss may be a little bit better at the plate, uh, but. Uh, but but Southern's so streaky. If they if they get those guys on a, uh, you know, if 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 those streaky guys are on one of their hot streaks and they hit it too, you know. Right. That's right. All right. Minute left. I got to ask you this one last question. You, you've been around Southern Miss a long time. You know how the program's hunger for national respect. I have the sense that Southern Miss baseball has gained that respect nationally as one of the elite baseball programs in the country. Am I right or wrong? Oh, there's no question about it. There's absolutely no question about it. Uh, Southern Southern Miss uh, in college baseball uh, has, well, I'm I'm not going to say arrived. They've been arrived, but, but more people are taking notice of it. There's no question about it. And I'll say this, too. They get more for their money out of Scott Berry than than any other school in the country does. There's no question about that. Well, Rick, I know you'll be here this weekend. You've been following the Golden Eagles uh, all through the uh, tournaments, and I, I want to thank you for your time. And Look, I, we don't have really time to say much about it, but, but we want to all extend our condolences to you and your family uh, for the loss of your Bobby, uh, your brother Bobby. We're, we're really sorry about that. And, uh, right. and uh, I appreciate it. Let me tell you something. He's enjoying this somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. He may be sitting right with my mom, to tell you the truth, uh, Rick, who passed away earlier this year and lived and breathed Golden Eagle baseball. So, I, I don't even think uh, they can get a ticket where they uh, are. They probably can. <laughs> hey, Rick. Well, Bobby, you know, Bobby and I used to sit at a card, t- card table behind the chicken wire at the old USM baseball park. It's now the practice field. Yeah. <laughs> my Good first man. job was chasing down uh, baseballs. There you to go. foul balls to hey. give them to Reed Green and he'd give me a silver dollar <laughs> alright Rick thank you buddy look forward to seeing All you this right. weekend take care the great Rick Bye-bye. Cleveland everybody on the Eagle Hour we'll be right back
Southern Miss to the top. You know, as always, we want to thank Rick Cleveland for his time. Uh, he's just such a such a great, iconic figure uh, in sports media of Mississippi, and uh, he's just a really kind guy. Always uh, eager to come on whenever we ask him. And some people may not know the truth about him, though, Kelly. I mean, and you made such a great point of how objective he is in his right. When he said he grew up in the Rock. He means that literally. Yeah. His father was the sports information director. There were apartments in the side of the stadium. Yes. And that's where Rick Cleveland grew up. So is he a golden eagle? You make your own judgment about that. But but he's also able to call it, you know, he's fair. And that, 100%. That's, that's all you ever want. And I, I wish our country would kind of get back to that. You don't have to take a side one way or the other. Just just be fair. Right, you know, hundred percent. And if you if you'll go by the rock on the on the west side, you'll see the old apartment. The wind and you'll see the window, the little window slats right. up That's there exactly where, where the apartments used to be. The players lived there as right. well. Right. All right. Segment here, uh, sponsored by Four Street Bar and Grill. I, I talked about it last week. I'd eaten there. It's a great place to go down during the tournament. They're right down the street. You can run down there and get you a cold beer and a sandwich before and after the game. You had you had a. You actually ate a salad? Did I, did I hear you correctly? Buddy? Yeah, I had a chef salad yesterday. And from the time that I ordered the salad to the time that I destroyed it, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're only talking about five minutes. Now, to be fair, Bob, I also had the loaded fries, and I also had the, the fried pickles, and I also had the mozzarella sticks. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I did have a chef salad, but it was uh, only the first course of about, uh, you know, four different courses, but all at 4th Street Bar and Grill. They're going to have the game. You, know, you talk about how difficult it is to get a ticket like Rick Cleveland was talking about in the last segment. And, and you're probably in that crowd that can't get a ticket or let's say can't afford a ticket to the uh, Ole Miss, uh, Southern Miss Super Regional. Well, they'll have the games uh, on ESPNU down at 4th Street Bar and Grill on all the TVs at 4th Street. So again, if you can't afford a ticket, Bob, to the Ole Miss USM Super Regional, they'll have the games on at 4th Street. So they'd love love to see you down there. Rick Cleveland just said it's the hottest ticket in the history of Mississippi sports. And uh, what better man to ask about than this? Uh, Coach Mike Bianco, the head baseball coach at uh, Ole Miss. Coach, before we get started, I want to tell you something Rick Cleveland said, and and I want to echo, echo completely. We both agreed that come Saturday, when the teams take the field, not only will two of the finest baseball coaches in the country be there, but two of the finest men representing the sport of college baseball. And I just want to, I want to tell you that that's how we feel here, and uh, that's how I think everybody that uh, that follows you in your career feels, Coach. Oh wow! Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, very kind words. Uh, and it means a lot, uh, you know. And I, I heard your intro about you know the, the weekend, and uh, you know what a, what a great thing for the you know for our state, uh, and just continues right with you know state winning a national championship last year, us and Southern as well here in, in Oxford in a regional championship. Uh, so you had three teams from the state of Mississippi, you know, in a regional championship, and now uh, this year you got two of them, you know, playing down in Hattiesburg where you know it'll be record crowds and. And somebody from Mississippi is going to Omaha, so uh, I mean it means a lot. But uh, you know, I think this is a, a great time for for everybody that appreciates baseball in the state of Mississippi. Yeah, Coach Bianco, this is Kelly Sander, and I got to tell you, I'm a little bit disappointed that the NCAA put your team in Southern Miss in the same side of the bracket where potentially this could happen because that is what happened, and mm-hmm. both teams probably under the circumstances deserve each to each to have a really good shot. <clears throat> Pardon me to go to Omaha, but I guess it is what it is. 
Yeah, you know, and and I I understand you. I hear you, but you know, both of us had to win to get here. Right. It wasn't. Uh, you know, I think it's a little different when when you're in the same regional where I think they have a little more control over it. Uh, you know, this has happened. You know, when we've done it. You know, interconference wise, where you know we we're, we ended up at Arkansas Super Regional uh, a couple of years ago, and and so that, that that's tough. You say, you know, why do you match up two teams from the SEC West? You know, together that's already played each other. I think six times before we actually played them in a super regional, and so. Uh, but you know, we were number three seed. We weren't supposed to win. You know, and Southern was supposed to win. They were the number one seed in the host site, but they didn't. They certainly didn't give them any favors by sending LSU there. So, uh, yeah, I think it just. You know, you're right. It is what it is. It, uh, but we both have you know had to get through some tough regionals to get here. But I'll tell you what, buddy, I got to hand it to you because there were a lot of national pundits that said you guys didn't even deserve to be in there, and you just like a hot knife through butter, just went through that regional like there was nothing to it. And you very well, with all due respect, could be the hottest team of the 16 coming in here to Hattiesburg this weekend. What's going right? (laughs) Well, we played really good baseball. You know, the good news is, you know, uh, maybe we didn't have the year that we thought we'd have or what we expected. But, you know, at the beginning of the year, uh, we played really well. And uh, there was a two-week span, and it wasn't preseason. It was, you know, at the, at the start of conference. The first two weeks of conference, we were ranked number one in the country. So it's it's not a fluke that we've played well. It's it's probably more, as a coach, you appreciate, you know, where we were and you know, where we are now. I mean, at one point, we were 7-14 and 14 in the SEC, and that's the, the lowest through 21 games we've ever been uh but this team's just handled it you know they've been able to handle the adversity and and get through it and now playing you know the baseball that we thought we'd play or continue to play you know at the at the beginning of the year so i appreciate it and you know i I, we we heard all week about being the last team in and somebody's got to be the last we were just you know felt fortunate to play because the committee's got a tough job Oh, and uh, at the end of the day, they didn't say we we're the 64th team. You know, they just said we we're the last at-large <laughs> team. And right. when you when you be, when you're the, the last at-large team, there's a lot of teams, and you've heard from Rutgers to NC State and others. And it's it's a tough, I think, a t- uh, difficult task for 10 people in Indianapolis. You know, who's going to play the best at next weekend, right? And you know, we thought we were good enough. We just were thankful that we got the opportunity. All right, coach, set the stage for us. What, what do you anticipate? What have you told your kids? about the environment, uh, the, the, the enormity of this, and uh, what you have to do, in your view, to come down here and beat Southern Miss on their home field. Well, first, let's make sure that we're – I know we're on radio and, you know, we want to put some drama to it, but I haven't really spoken to my team. You know, we got back yesterday at 3 o'clock, uh, and we put them in the weight room and sent them home. So we're about to start practice here right. in about 10 minutes. And so – but what I will tell them is nothing that they don't know. They know how good Southern Miss is. They know that, uh, that they're at home and they're a national seed for, for a reason. And, you know, we've played them twice. We we, we lost in, in Jackson and or Pearl, excuse me, and then we, we, we won down there. And two, you know, pretty close baseball games. And so it's, it's a program. It's uh, the coaching staff that we have the utmost respect for. And we know it's going to be crazy. You know, we, we know every time we go down there, you know, it's a rivalry and their fans show up. And, you know, I, I think we'll have a few more Ole Miss fans than we have on a normal Wednesday when we come down there to play every other year. Uh, but beyond that, we know it's going to be a tough environment. Uh, but, you know, you hope that's why you play in the SEC, that it, it prepares you for, for weekends like this. And, you know, that's our hope is that it will prepare us for this coming weekend. Right. Uh, Coach, uh, we've talked a lot on this show about the, the fact that you do schedule 
Southern Miss, and you guys do play two games every year. And as as sports fans, we appreciate that. We think it helps college baseball when our great programs play one another. And I think you have uh, – I've never heard you after an Ole Miss broadcast in a Southern Miss game that you didn't do anything but praise and compliment Scott Berry and his program. So we, we all appreciate that, Coach. And, and there, am I right? There's just a – there's just going to be an enormous amount of mutual respect on the field uh, come Saturday afternoon. No, there's no doubt. And there, there's not a coach in the country that, that I respect more than Scott. He's done a terrific job. And, uh, you know, the, the cool thing is that, you know, they're playing at home and getting the respect, I, I, I would think, nationally that, you know, maybe they haven't gotten as much over the years. And, you know, they, they've earned this, you know, to be in Hattiesburg. We didn't. You know, last year we were in Oxford and we deserved to be at home. You know, they, they, they've earned this and they deserve this. And so, uh, no, we have the utmost respect for them. We know, <laughs> I know what Scott has done down there and the success he's had and the great teams. And uh, it's not an easy environment to play in. And, and, yeah, you're right. I think it's great for college baseball. It's not an easy trip, you know, for either one of us. They come up here to Oxford. You know, it's a four-hour drive in the middle of the week when you're, you're fighting, you know, for your conference championship. But we also know that the fan base has won it and Band it and and it's it's good for college baseball. So we're we're going to try to keep doing it. I was going to ask you, can we expect to see that continue in the future, Coach? I, I think we hope so. You know, I think we both hope so. It's great to to do it in Pearl. You know, for for I think some other areas to to get to see us play. And uh, but yeah, I mean it's. It's you know Scott's made made it available for us to where it's a little easier that we play them on the way uh, to Baton Rouge you know every other year when we go to play LSU and and so uh, again we, we we hope it's going to continue for uh, quite some time. All right, coach, I know how busy you are and you're about to leave and go to practice. I want you to know how much we appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to us down here in South Mississippi. We're we're all really excited and looking forward to an incredible weekend. Absolutely, guys. We'll see you this weekend. All right. Thank you, Coach. Head baseball coach Mike Bianca, uh, head baseball coach at Ole Miss. We, we may take a little fire, but we, we bring all the coaches sure. we can get on the show that oppose us. Uh, but he's a high-class guy. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and, and the good news, I mean, th- this is a no-lose situation for the state of Mississippi. Correct. All right, because you're guaranteed, regardless of who wins this weekend, and obviously we're all pulling for the black and gold, but somebody from Mississippi is going to be in Omaha again. It's unbelievable. And it just underscores what, what uh, Rick Cleveland was saying earlier. A lot is made about the great football talent that, this that is, Mississippi uh, produces, but baseball, man. For it, Rick Cleveland to say that and to say, but you know, this is a baseball state, that says a lot. Well, and the proof is in the pudding. All right. All right. I want to thank Rick Cleveland and Ole Miss head coach Mike Bianca. We'll be right back. To the top. Hey, welcome back to the Eagle Hour from the Southern Bancor Studio here in Hattiesburg. Bob Getty, Kelly Center. I remind you about our podcast. You can hear it every day, 365, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can simply tell Alexa if she's living in your house to play Super Talk Eagle Hour. 
And uh, we appreciate all of you that uh, do that uh, each and every day. This segment sponsored by D1 and DBAT. Great place to train for the sport of your choice. Great place to take your kids, of course, for baseball and softball training. Kathleen will hook you up down at uh, DBAT. Uh, she's one of our favorite people, and we think she will be one of yours, too. D1, DBAT, Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. On the road for the next two days, Campus Bookmark. That's where me and Michael Mergens will be tomorrow. Aaron Fit Kelly Sander is a national sports writer for D1 Sports and uh, D1 Baseball, and he's been on Southern Miss all year. You know, not a lot of the D1 guys have, but Aaron Fit has been on Southern Miss all year. He's going to kick off the show with us tomorrow. Going to give us his perspective of Southern Miss and, of course, their chances of winning uh, the Super Regional and advancing to Omaha. Patrick McGee from NOLA.com will be on the show as well. Friday will be fun. We're going to be at Fuzzies. And a big to-do over the weekend about LSU, were their batters hit in that Saturday night game late? Well, who better to tell you about batters getting hit than the man that one year broke the NCAA record for getting hit the most, Michael Sterling? And, uh, you know, he started laughing today when I said, you know, we want to get your perspective of the guys getting hit by the back because nobody knows more about it than you. Uh, he couldn't deny that. I think he broke the NCAA record one year for the most. And then also, to, uh, in addition to other guests that we're, we're still working on these shows, it's fluid. Uh, Pearl River Community College recently, uh, just this past week, won the national championship in junior college baseball. We're delighted to have their baseball coach, Michael Avalon, and PRCC President Dr. Adam Breerwood, a former Golden Eagle baseball player, they're going to be joining us at Fuzzies uh, tomorrow or Friday afternoon. And uh, so we're, we're going to have some great shows. We're going to be at ball practice this afternoon. We've uh, got Carson Pato, Dustin Dickerson, Tanner Hall, Charlie Fisher lined up. And uh, we're going to be talking to those youngsters and have them on the show. And, and I understand that Joe and Jill wanted to come on the show. Mm-hmm. And you, you you didn't even have room for the president uh, and the no, first lady. I didn't have room for Joe and Jill. No, <laughs> no, no. John Cox is going to come over Friday as well. Uh, he knows all about Michael Sterling, and uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun uh, with Michael Sterling. And as I say, it's fluid. We're we're still booking guests. Uh, you know, we kind of brought this up last week, Kelly. You were with me out at the Pete, and uh, and we asked the. Uh, we asked one of the athletic directors, are you guys really starting? Are you not starting to plan for the Super Regional? Well, guess what? It's here. It, it is. And, and again, it's not, not a surprise uh, to me, I'm pleased uh, to report. And, and if you're looking ahead, regardless of what happens the rest of the way this season, Southern Miss is, set, is really set to make a run for the next three or four years. If the talent holds together, and there's a lot of things tugging at that talent, you know, image and likeness deals at school A, B, or C, or a potential draft pick here or there, injuries, what have you. But just on paper and talent-wise, this Southern Miss program now is set up to be really good for, for the next two or three seasons, in my opinion. Now, coaches can't talk about prospective recruits. We can because we're under no NCAA obligations. Uh, there's a pretty good player down at the Pearl River, uh, that national championship team that you you're getting kind of win that uh, maybe, maybe. Well, Tate Parker's who we're talking about out of West Harrison High School. He was offered by South Al last year, and uh, opted um, opted to wait and see you know what the draft would bring forth. Didn't happen. Set the career home run record this year for Pearl River, has hit more home runs as a Pearl River Wildcat than anybody else. Runs like a deer in center field. And really, when you look at the Southern Miss team, what's one position that they may be in the market for? the only position. 
center field. Right. And Tate Parker, like I said, runs like a deer, hits with power from West Harrison. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. But, but I could, I could see. You're hearing some potentially, possible rumblings. Uh, I'm just, uh, actually, I got a call from the visitor from the east. Well, that explains it. <laughs> Kelnack. Hell, that explains it. Kelnack. Kelnack foresees this. Yes, maybe? he says that, that this, you know, could could potentially happen somewhere down the road. So we'll see. Wow. Well, what did Hump say? You know, well, we'll have to... <laughs> he, he says that all the time, though, doesn't he? And by the way, Bob, before we get out of here today. Is the... that Hump or is that Kelly after a meal at Ward's? <laughs> Very similar, uh, the chili dog especially. Um, the guys, before we get too gross, the guys at Southern Bank Corps wanted us, Bob, to let listeners know that if they would like to get a loan to purchase a ticket for the Super Regional. <laughs> they'll, they'll consider it, correct? They'll consider it. Yeah, you got to have a certain credit score. Yeah, but, uh, possibly a certain credit that's score. That's about what it's going to take. What if we could maybe come up with a couple of tickets to give away? I don't think there's a chance. Uh, not a chance. Are you kidding? I mean, even even the powers that be. Stay when, tuned. When you've got the owner yeah. of TeleSouth, yeah. you know, stay, looking for tickets. Stay tuned. Oh, wow. That's the Eagle Hour for today. Are you getting that from Kelnack? Well, well I spoke to Kelnack myself. Okay. You know, I talked to him as well. It's not just you. Okay. Uh, campus bookmark tomorrow from 1 to 3. Kelly out for the next couple of days. He'll be back. And we'll be talking when Kelly gets back about the, the opening opponent in the World Series, we hope. Oh, I know. Until then, Southern Myths. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.